Well, the good news is they basically stopped counting the votes in Arizona. The bad news is the Democrats won. <laughs> Shocker. What's up? This is Marquez Saves the Republic. And, you know, it's really interesting because there's a lot we got. There's a lot we got to unpack here. There's a lot of stuff that that I, you know, people feel a certain way for a reason. They don't just wake up one day and say, I'm going to be a conspiracy theorist. They don't just wake up one day and say, I'm going to be an election denier. That doesn't happen. What happens is people start seeing trends or they start seeing uh, things happening, you know, repeatedly. They start to see things happen over and over again. They feel like the system is is gaming them. And uh, and the evidence points more in one direction than the other. That's how these things happen. And sure, you get loud voices out there saying, hey, look at what's happening. And social media helps to amplify it. And people can now all become, you know, they can all become citizen journalists, which is great because we don't really seem to have any real journalists left um, and they can do their own digging. And and that's why that's how we get to where we are today. But but I'll get to all that in a minute. I do want to remind you that uh, after the show today, after the Mark K show, which is noon to three Eastern, 11 to two central time, we are going to be sitting down for another post show live. Me and uh, my executive producer, Hannah, we're going to um, right around three o'clock ish or two o'clock ish, depending on where you are in the country. Right after the show, we keep the cameras rolling on our locals page. And we give you the uh, the behind the scenes. I don't really know what the behind the scenes is, but, you know, we're, the scenes are behind us and we're sitting in front of the scenes and we tell, you know, and we answer your questions and we talk about other stuff that maybe we don't talk about on the air, stuff that we haven't gotten to, stuff that we stuff that we would never talk about on all that stuff. It's just really it's kind of like an added incentive for people who support us on locals. And it is for supporters only. Uh, so if you are a local supporter, please keep in mind that 3 p.m. today, Eastern Time. We will be bringing you another post-show live after the Mark K show. If you're not a supporter, it's never too late to uh, to become one. What we um, what we're looking for here is for you to go to locals. No, that's wrong. I do that all the time. I always give out the wrong. <laughs> I have so many URLs floating the right between Mark K, Mark K show, Mark K shop. You know, Joe Tree. I mean, there's so many. We now we've got drink with Mark for our other trip. But uh, no, listen. Forget all those for a second. Mark K. M-A-R-K-K-A-Y-E is how that's spelled. MarkK.locals.com. MarkK.locals.com. That's the address to go to join our locals community. And, and I'll tell you what we do. And for those of you that have never watched one of our post-show lives, it works basically like this. We so The first five minutes or so, everybody can watch. And then after five minutes, there's a little switch we can flip. And uh, we, can go to, we can go to supporters only. So that's kind of how it works. Uh, but just sign up for the community and you know, join us at three o'clock. See if you want to become a supporter. We would love to have you. It's such a great group of people and uh, doing such important work. And it's and it's also, like I always say, a ton of fun. We're saving the Republic, but we are having fun doing it um, because that's something the other side doesn't like to do. All right. Back to Arizona. Sometime yesterday evening, the Maricopa County people that have been counting these votes votes forever. I don't even know. It, it seems like even before election day, they were counting the votes. Uh, the Maricopa County people, they decided that they, uh, the votes were basically the last batch dropped and all the decision desks started to call the race for uh, Katie Hobbs. Katie Hobbs, the unpopular secretary of state. Uh, Katie Hobbs, who didn't campaign, didn't debate. Um, you didn't answer any questions about why she wouldn't debate. Katie Hobbs, who for whatever, she really played the role of Biden and uh, somehow pulled out, it seems, more votes than Carrie Lake, who was out there campaigning and rallying and doing interviews and actually showed up for a debate where she debated herself on stage. 
Um, she had all the major endorsements. She seemed very popular and she seemed like exactly what the state of Arizona wanted. She talked about the border and, and protecting that problem. And now she recently started talking about the election problems. And when you really stop and look at this scenario, it's not surprising that the Democrats won, but it is surprising that nobody else is talking about how the Democrats won. Katie Hobbs, as Secretary of State of the state of Arizona, is in charge of elections. So the woman who's running for office is in charge of her own election. She's in charge of making sure that the ballots are printed and there's enough ballots here and there and that all the machines are working properly. She's uh, you know, in charge of making sure that there's enough election officials to count the ballots and yada, 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 yada. And she's a Democrat. Now, it's weird. Arizona is a weird state. They elect their secretary of state. Here in Florida, ours is appointed by the governor. So Governor Ron DeSantis, who's a Republican, he appointed Cord Byrd, who was also a Republican, to the uh, position of Secretary of State. And Cord Byrd, as you know, is one of the most efficient and most expert uh, election, you know, executives, uh, overseers of elections and and ballot counters in the entire country. Florida gets it right all the time. And he's a big reason why that is. Uh, Katie Hobbs was elected. And in Arizona, for some reason, they decided they needed a Democrat governor and a and a I'm sorry, they decided they needed a Republican governor in in um, in uh, Ducey. And they decided they needed a, a Democrat secretary of state. And again, I never understand why people would do that. And it happened in this election, too. For whatever reason, they wanted a Democrat governor, but the treasurer is a Republican. It really seems I don't know. It's, maybe it's the Arizona heat. Maybe it's the desert sun. Maybe it's frying people's brains, but I would just expect if you put a, a Republican in the governor's mansion, you would want to equip them with all of the with all of the you know necessary tools with a team that's like minded and is working toward the same goals. That's just me, though. You know, like if you have a football team, uh, for example, and playing in the Super Bowl, then you don't grab a couple players from the other team and say, hey, do you guys want to be my offensive line? Because I feel like your quarterback would just get sacked over and over again. But again, I don't live in Arizona. Uh, there's a really good reason for that. So um, Katie Hobbs is in charge of the elections. And wouldn't you know it, she won the election she was in charge of. And a lot of people are going to say that's a conspiracy, blah, blah, blah. But there's more to the story than just that. There's a couple other dudes uh, who've been in charge of these elections. And there's a story in the Post Millennial that is really a head scratcher. And by head scratcher, I mean it makes me want to slam my head against the wall. Uh, the two dudes who were in charge of, and you probably have seen these guys on the news, um, especially Bill Gates, the uh, these the Maricopa, Maricopa County recorder, Stephen Richer and supervisor chairman Bill Gates, not the rich guy, but the other guy. Uh, they were both Republicans. They are both Republicans. They've both been out in front of this. They've both been saying they're counting every legal vote and that this the whole process is on the up and up and yada, yada, yada. Well, in 2021, they started a political action committee that was designed to stop MAGA candidates, make America great again candidates. They started a political action committee. These two, these two Republicans, um, they wanted to stop MAGA candidates in their tracks. So they recorded, they uh, launched a super PAC and any Republicans running for non-federal Arizona offices who acknowledge the validity of the 2020 election and condemn the events of January 26th are people that they are going to support. Anyone else, they are not. Well, Carrie Lake is a Republican, but she does not support that cause. 
She does not support the validity of the 2020 election. She believes that there's serious election problems in this country. She uh, was endorsed by and fully accepted the endorsement of Donald Trump. And now she just narrowly lost in an election where her opponent is in charge of elections for the state. And the two dudes counting the ballots have started a super PAC to crush candidates like Carrie Lee Lake. Now, I don't know about you. But I'm just saying there, that just seems like too much of a coincidence. You know what I talked about earlier about the evidence stacking up. People are able to do their own due diligence. People are able to see what's going on behind the scenes. People are able to put two and two together and get four when the media is telling you put two and two together and get 19. It's not right. And it's not something that's going to, it's not something that's going to quell any of the questions. For example, the reason why. The reason why people don't trust elections is because stuff like this happens. If you had a secretary of state in the state of Arizona who recused herself, as Katie Hobbs should have done, saying, look, I run the elections in this state and I'm running for office. So I probably just for the sake of optics, just so that nobody says this election's not on the up and up, just so nobody comes back and says, you cheated for all those reasons. I um, I'm pretty sure that I should recuse myself. And she didn't do that. She said, no, it's going to be fine. I'm just going to run. Then you have these other two dudes who created an organization, raised money and spend money on campaigns to defeat people like Carrie Lake. And they're in charge of counting the election ballots in Maricopa County, the largest county and the most important county when it comes to balloting in Arizona. And the whole time they're out there every single day saying, hey, we're counting every legal ballot. We're matching the signature. Nothing to see here, folks. Everything's hunky dory. Everything's fine. They're out there doing that every single day on the news. And now we find out these guys have no intention of allowing somebody like Carrie Lake to win. They actually actively campaign and fundraise and buy advertising to stop people like Carrie Lake, who believe America should be put first. So it's a really interesting situation we have here. And again, this is exactly where the distrust comes from. This is why you have people who are being elected to Congress saying, This is not cool. This is not right. This is happening over and over again. This is why you have people saying the Democrats are cheating. The Democrats are rigging the system. The Democrats are losing. Dave Chappelle said it on Saturday Night Live the other day. He said the reason Donald Trump was so popular is because he walked out of the house and said, everything you think they're doing to you, they are. Everything you think they're doing to you, they are. And now they're leaving. And so that brings us to Georgia, where. Again, I don't know. I don't know. Before we, all right, before we get to Georgia, I don't know how you fix Arizona. Arizona now has uh, a Republican. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. Arizona now has a Democrat governor, has two Democrat senators, one of which will be up for election next year or um, next term to two uh, years from now. But I don't foresee anything changing if Arizona doesn't change their system. And they've got a couple of dudes who hate Donald Trump and hate Donald Trump style Republicans uh, run, launching the elections in the largest county in the, in the uh, state. Meanwhile, the border is going to continue to be wide open because Katie Hobbs is going to do nothing to help that. She's all about, she thinks that she, the whole state should be a damn sanctuary. Um, it's really, Arizona seems to be in a bad place. And I don't know how you fix it. I don't know what they're going to do there, but it seems like in the next couple of elections, it's a lost cause because there's no one there that can fix the problem. The other problem is you have this Treasurer, I told you, the state treasurer is a Republican guy. He got 250,000 more votes than Kerry Lake. So I don't understand, again, these states and these people who say, you know what? I like the Democrat for governor 
but I'm going to put the Republican in as the treasurer. Or I like the Republican as the as the as the governor, but I'm going to I'm going to make sure the secretary of state is a Democrat. To me, it seems like dumb. But again, I'm not you know, I'm not saying vote straight ticket, but I'm saying if you're putting somebody in an important office like governor, you want to make sure they have a team around them who can execute their vision for your state. I mean, it's what happened here in Florida and things uh, seem to be going seem to be going really, really well, really, really well for us. Knock on wood. Uh, all right. So back to Georgia. Now, the next election and I misspoke earlier. I said that I said the next big election was the presidential election and that was wrong. Uh, that was wrong. The next big election is Georgia. This runoff election in Georgia is going to be very important. It can keep the Senate 50 50. It can keep Raphael Warnock out of office. And most importantly, it can help to solidify Georgia as what we all know it is. And that is a red state, a red state when the Democrats aren't in charge of running the elections or, you know, when they don't have early voting for 42 weeks. And it's it's already becoming a point of contention because the Democrat, you know what the Democrats are mad about with Georgia? The Democrats are mad about Georgia because there's less. Uh, it used to be a nine week process. All these runoffs would be nine weeks after the the um, the uh, uh, general election. But they've they've stopped that. They go, that's dumb. There's way too many, way, way too many weeks um, to campaign. We're going to do it in four because we need to know, you know, we need we need to get our stuff together. And so what we need to do is uh, we're going to we're going to shorten the amount of time between the general and the and the runoff. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden, the Democrats are flipping out. They are so freaked out because they want more time. More time helps them. They can move more people like I mean, Andrew Yang from the Yang gang. Literally, the last time there was a runoff, he took the extra weeks and he moved himself and a bunch of his Yang gang members into Georgia to help push the vote over the edge. And I don't know the legalities of that. I'm not a Georgia election law lawyer. Uh, or expert, but I just it just seems to me to be super sketch and illegal. But that's what they did. That's that's how they roll. Um, and so now they've shortened the window. Thank God. And, and, you know, Governor Kemp, Brad Raffensperger, I never thought I'd hear myself speak highly of them, but they did a good job in shoring up these election laws. But now the Democrats are mad because they wanted early voting the Saturday before the election or uh, two Saturday. OK, so let me get my calendar out here so I don't mess up all the dates. The election in Georgia is scheduled for Tuesday, December the 6th. Okay. They wanted early voting to begin on November the 26th. All right. Now, November the 26th, as you may know, is Thanksgiving weekend. And they thought, all right, well, we can get our election workers out there. We can start them working. We can get have a whole day of early voting. But no, that's not the case. The 25th of November is a state holiday in uh, Georgia. And as a result, they give the next day off as well. So there will be no early counting on or early voting on the 26th. Early voting will begin for everybody on the 28th, which means the Democrats will have one week and one day. Really, everybody, Democrats and Republicans in Georgia will have one week and one day to vote one week and one day. They're taking away two days of early voting because of a state holiday. And the Democrats are up in arms. They are insane. They are insanely upset because they want those two extra days for early voting. Because for some reason, a week and a day, it was eight days, eight days is not enough time to get people to go out and vote. So this is a biggie. This is a big election. This is important. This is going to set the scene for 2024. And the set, you know, a 50-50 Senate 
is better than a 51-49 Senate going the other way, especially when you look at the map for 2024, which we'll start doing more and more. So I did misspoke. I did misspeak earlier when I said the next election was a presidential election. The next election we should all be focused on is Georgia. And whatever we do, we can't have Georgia ending up like Arizona. All right. Uh, listen, I got to get ready for the show, but we have the uh, show at noon Eastern, 11 Central. And after the show today, go to markk.locals.com, sign up, become a supporter and join us for our post show live. It's just another cool way that we can inform you. It's another cool way we can entertain you. And it's another cool way that we can all work together to save the republic. Markk.locals.com.